Okay. Yeah, so I was looking at, oh no, you asked me about um, how long it takes me to blow dry my hair. So I used to, I used to separate it by top and bottom. And I thought that that was like, so two sections. Right. I have gotten to the point now where I have to, then I got to a point where I had to separate it by four. I've now okay. gotten to a point where I have to separate my fours <laughs> into twos because it's, it's, just, wow. it's just too much. It's not like super long. I mean, it's not super short either. So I think sometimes with the right. longer that it gets, it's also gotten thicker. So it's just more, it's just more hair. I got my ends clipped back in July. And oh, good for I you for just going and doing that. Oh, girl, I, um... I do that on a regular, but because of quarantine, I hadn't been in forever. And Uh, um, I swear she took like three inches, but I swear all three inches (laughs) came back, came back. Can you see that? Yes. Wait, so when my aunt used to trim my ends, um, and shout out to Tracy at Bangs, I used to be like, yo, you scissor happy. You better cut just a little bit, just a little bit that needs to be trimmed. But now... At this point, just trim me up as, as much as you need because it's just a lot of hair to deal with. Uh-huh. It's long, this. I'm like the I um I'm always like take what you need because I believe in healthy hair. Yeah. Like I've yeah. always been like take what you need. And the person that trimmed my hair, she's like an aunt to me too. Um, and she is like I've had probably I can probably count on one hand how many people that I've gone to in Columbus in ten years who I let trim yeah. my hair because that's the only reason why I go to the shop. Right. Um, but she is the person I trust the most. And so when she child, it was hair on the floor. Oh wow. It was I was like, Oh my god. But it needed it. Quarantine did That's a number. I need I need to get my ends trimmed. I last time I went to the shop, um, I got a really great scalp scalp treatment, but I knew that I needed to come back to get my ends trimmed. But the thing is, I don't be trusting no other beauticians but Tracy. Like anybody can braid my hair, but when it comes to my hair maintenance, my scalp, my, you cutting my hair, this, this hair belongs to Tracy Foster. Yeah, I like and oh, let me say this: the person who cut my hair is in Cleveland, so like. I went home, while I was home. I made it a point for her to cut my hair because I'm yes. not going to just anybody. Anyway, you know, we kick off the episode different every week these days. Every week. Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. Yeah. Episode 70. <laughs> Might be your best one yet, sis. In three years. Might be your best one yet. It's the perfect episode for it. It is. Episode 70. We are three years in. Uh, 70 wow. episodes in. And this is my last episode, y'all. But that's not true. It's your last episode as co-host. But you will be back. Right? <laughs> y'all should see her face. Uh, right? Yeah, girl. Have me back whenever. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I don't believe you because according to you, girl, I don't know. Do you mean it? Mean it? You know we got to go through this. Y'all just going to hear the love today. No, mean it. Do you mean that? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this is where it shows. Y'all
<laughs> she gonna kill me. No, I like to talk about how big and bad she is. This is where her her little sis actually comes out because she be forgetting. <laughs> she be forgetting. She be thinking she way grown out here. I'm trying. I yes, I said I would come back. Okay, you saw Listen, the post y'all. that I just made. Girl, you know I think that Instagram be Instagram. I gotta ask the real people. But the thing is, I, I just make needed the post. to know for myself. I, I am know, not Instagram. You right, but I needed to hear it out of your lips, your mouth. Who wrote the post? Don't play. That don't, was your fingers. Don't, don't play me. Don't play. That me. was your fingers. You right. You right. But here's try the Jesus. Thing. Don't try me. You right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I would <laughs> not doing this. Ass. You're not gonna play me like that. No, so here's the thing. And I'm just gonna let y'all lean on a little bit of me and Courtney's relationship. So when we were in college and Courtney used to leave us, we used to steal her car keys so that she couldn't go. <laughs> and we would trap her there for like another day. We would try to get at least another day. So you have to understand the root of this. I I mean just it's hard. Y'all used to be annoying. We literally used to steal her car keys. So this is, she knows how I am. So I don't understand why she's so surprised. Like, I'm not surprised. Where, where are you going? Girl. Well, I know where you're going. So right. I'll find you. Like I told, uh, who was that? Brittany that posted on that. I was like, I ain't going nowhere that you can't find me. So. Right. It'll be fine. This, um, this will just be our phone conversations again. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. They're just not recorded. Speaking yep. of, you know you owe me a phone call because we have a conversation to finish. I know, y'all. And this is okay. the thing, because now I feel like Courtney really wants to transition the pod off, like she wants to go offline, because y'all, Courtney has been doing nothing but wringing my neck. Every time I step out of line, no, this is a good thing. Every time that I st- it's a positive thing. You need, if y'all don't have friends that hold you accountable, I don't know what to tell you. And you shouldn't associate it with something negative. You should be happy that there are people who want to see goodness in you and only want to bring out the best in you. And Courtney has been um, getting me right. Yeah, I had to pull rank a couple days ago. You did have to pull rank. I had to pull yeah, right. Yeah. I respect it too. I respect but yeah, it. Yeah, so episode 70. Um nothing bitter about it because we're both on to new things. I yes. can't share all those new things yet. Um, but when you have me back on the show, I can share them at that point. Yes. That sounds great. Um, but also I'll give y'all my um my personal handle because I don't do this Um, I'll give y'all my personal uh, Instagram account so if you want to know what's going on before I'm on the show again come follow me and my my, um, profile is still public what listen Mm -hmm. where can they find you I'm excited look at this it's a everything is blossoming (laughs) (laughs) it's probably going to be for a limited time so get in while you can okay (laughs) There she go. <laughs> um, where can they find me? So I'm mostly on Instagram, so that's the only one I'm gonna give y'all. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Center Court Court with a K. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, 
So Center Court, that's where y'all can find me. I'll be on Instagram. I don't do a whole lot of posting on my timeline, but you can definitely catch me in my stories. And let me just tell y'all now that um, my stories ain't nothing but all black everything. So if that's not what you're about, if you don't want to see it, then don't follow. But it's going to be all about um, what you're going to find is all about the black experience, whether it is um, black trauma uh, mm-hmm. black joy, black travel, mm-hmm. black food. You gonna see mm-hmm. all those things. Um, you like, there's not gonna be a doubt in your mind. So, but come follow me. We can have good fun. Um, <laughs> good in, fun. In, intellectual conversation. Um, yeah, come holler at your girl and stay up to date with what I'm doing because I do have some things coming down the pipeline that that I'm uh, really excited about so I'm really excited for you I'm so excited to see what this next chapter brings this is just going to be so awesome and we and it was like we almost had like a premonition for it remember when we did uh the pivot episode we called this um we talked about pivot seasons and how to really navigate and I just feel like there's a lot of shifting there's a lot of pivoting happening oh yeah I'm very excited about it and super excited to be right by your side being the annoying little sister that I claim to be. As long as you know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, are you ready to share what you have coming for the podcast? No, okay. not at the moment. Okay. You know, there will be announcements that are going to come out. Um, so stay tuned. We still have a lot of fun things ahead. I'm so excited that um, we have this community that we can both take with us as we go on our new journeys. So I think that it's going to be remarkable. But stay tuned. Stay on the Instagram page. Going to start um, just sharing more and being more active and just really connecting with you guys. I'm so excited about it. So nothing to share at the moment, but stay connected, stay connected, stay healthy, stay safe. And yes, we will get right back to it. Can I ask one question that you may choose not to answer right now? Because I meant to Mm -hmm. ask you beforehand, but if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. Are you going to have another co-host? Oh, okay. So I can talk about that. Okay. Okay. So the answer to that right now is no. Okay. No. Um, I'm not going to have another co-host because I will be having guest co-hosts that will join me, that will light up the topics, that will come in, get different energies, different perspectives. This will really allow for you guys to see me in my everyday life, my trips, work, Everything that's going on with me. So really, we're going to have people that can come in and share some knowledge and wealth. You know, I happen to know a few cool people that I think you guys might want to hear from. So I'm going to do that. But also, it was just like, replace Courtney. There's never another Courtney. So hold up. Wait a minute. Whoa there. <laughs> um, how, that will, how can that happen? Won't happen. So that's the direction I decided to go in. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I felt like, yeah. now that you answered that, I felt like we did talk about that. But um, I think my sister had asked, like, um, like who my replacement was going to be. I was like, I don't think there's going to be anybody. And I was like, I don't know that. Let me ask. So. <laughs> no, there would not be another replacement. No, it started with two. Um, we going to rock it the way we going to rock it. We going to. 
hear from a lot of people. I think that right now, too, is just a point in time where everybody deserves their voice to be heard Mm -hmm. as many people as possible, Mm -hmm. as many people as possible, because we're so different. You know what I mean? Like we're all so different. We're all fighting for the same thing in different ways. And I think that it's time for people to hear from other people and to hear about how they've done what they've done, but also just a different perspective is so healthy, you know? And at this point, you know, we can't travel. And one of the things that I love most about travel is the difference of perspective, the difference of culture, the difference of life um, that I learned from other people. And it's truly amazing that you just get to do it in beautiful places that you've never seen, but it's truly the people that make the trips for me. And so I just want to connect as many people with as many people that I know who I think are outstanding, that are thought provoking, that are just as, aware that are just as fun that are just as quirky and and just every just I just want to make sure that we are all represented because that's what we're fighting for and I think that the more that we're able for people to understand and I don't need we don't let me not even go down that street we just we're different and I just think that it's important that we highlight our differences and I want to do that so yes okay well, yes. I'm sure everybody, all the listeners will um, be looking forward to what you bring. Um, I can already tell that this is going to be uh, a little lengthier than our usual hour long episode. You think so? It might be because we also might have a um, a guest pop up. Very so true. I wonder if we she, got all she can probably right, hear me right episode. now. Anyway, okay, so that's for our update. Quick recap. Um, episode Because you know I don't got it. <laughs> don't worry. This is what I do. <laughs> Sis is going to be having to write her own recaps. <laughs> She's going to have Listen, to remember to record. Life changed, Sis. Life has changed. Mm, but go ahead. Kiana's going to get a producer, though, because <laughs> she's going to need all of this. anyway um quick recap last uh episode first of all let me say this thank y'all so much for y'all's patience um as we dropped the latest episode what i have always told kiana in the beginning is that we do this our way um we love and appreciate y'all's support as listeners but we also recognize that um we are two uh two black women with lives and so we are not sitting stagnant and and life happens and y'all get the episodes and indulge and listen whenever we give it. And I got like, and I got a text the other day, like we've never gotten a text message or anything that is said, like y'all playing too much. Where the show's at? Like I got a text the other day that was like, yo, you are funny AF. Just so happened to listen to episode 69. So no matter when we drop the episodes, y'all still listen, and we appreciate y'all for that. Absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? So, oh, quick recap. Last episode, we talked about Christian guilt, which yes. um, to me was a long overdue conversation. I'm surprised. Like, mm-hmm. Not that we have not talked about our faith before um, in other facets, but I felt like this was one of the first times and maybe only um, one of the only times that we had a topic centered around Mm. um, our faith and Christian guilt is so real. And I said this on the last episode that I think we need to talk about more because 
Um, I think that plays into how we navigate life. That's very true. um, And some of the complexities in terms of like the experiences and the weight and burdens that we carry because it is so much aligned with our faith and religion. Um, You got any any, uh, quick thoughts on the last episode? No, but you know, yes, I always say no and then keep mm-hmm. going like sis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um <laughs> I I just thought that it was a very vulnerable episode. You know what I mean? Cuz I think that sometimes we hide behind our religion and mm. I think that we don't even understand that a lot of the things that we are trying to suppress really um they need to be talked about even in the context of who you are as an individual. And a Christian, you know what I mean. And so, I just think that it was it was a very vulnerable conversation. At least for me, it was. I can only speak for myself, and it, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. A good I enjoyed one. it. Um, what was I gonna say? Okay, so let's uh, pass the mimosa. Yes. You know, originally, oh, this is the part that I forgot to share, but um, originally, I would have thought that I would be drinking on my last episode, but I am not. I am currently doing a 20-day detox. Yes. Um, And when I tell you I never felt so detoxed in my (laughs) life. uh, Silly. You do this detox and call it silly. (laughs) <laughs> when did you start? What day are you on? I am on day. Technically, I'm on day. Jeez. Uh, shoot. I started. This is day 11 for my 12. Technically, mm-hmm. I'm on day 12. Wow, that's good. Are you? Can you tell us what the detox consists of? Or I sure can. So actually, my nephew uh, got us hip to it. All of us in the house were doing it um, nice, at Jaylen. the same time. Um, and it is so it's a full body detox, and okay. you actually take there are six sets of pills, and so you take okay. each formula. They're called formulas. So there's formula one, formula two, so on and so on. Um, mm-hmm. You take five pills of each mm. formula every two hours mm-hmm. and you own, you're supposed to only eat raw fruits and vegetables mm. um, you can do like brown rice which was a lifesaver for me nice. so it just cause, causes you to um, get creative and even as somebody right. who is vegetarian slash pescatarian um, I have been hungry I have found myself having to get creative because I haven't yeah. eaten like this in a long time <clears throat> but yeah like how I said, you feeling though I ain't, like I said I ain't never been this detoxed in my life at some yeah. points this is TMI but at some points I was like I don't have anything else to give like I don't know what else you want from yeah. me out of this body because <laughs> there's nothing yeah, else right, right. there's nothing else but um, what I talked about or what I told my nephew and sister yesterday is uh, that is definitely a good kickstarter to getting yeah. back into which is and I've done detoxes before but just not in this form like I've done like full right. detoxes but not with like pills and they're all natural pills um, oh that's awesome um, so it's, it's been good it has increased my water intake yeah. Um, so yeah we'll, we'll girl see. that sounds it's intense 
Yes, it sounds very intense. Like, I think that's good, though, because I think that one of the things that, you know, I try to strive for, and I'm not that great at it, but I'm working towards it, um, is just being disciplined. I think that being disciplined is such a strong character. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a a strong... um, just a strong skill set to pull from. Mm-hmm. And I um, I think that's awesome when you can control what goes in and out of your body in, in that way because there's so much temptation, whether we believe it or not. You know, that's really hard to do. So that's awesome. Kudos to your nephew for just... He, listen, he on a whole nother wavelength. And I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm, 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 I love to see it. That's yeah. what's up. It's good stuff. That's what's up. So, yes, I'm just drinking water. Well, and a Powerade. Technically yeah. not in the detox, but I was like, I got to get some electrolytes. What you drinking? I got some wine, sis. Good, good. Um, Have a, pour some more. Like, <laughs> right now. Pour some more for me. I have to open up another bottle. I actually <clears throat> just left from the grocery store and I got um, a few bottles of wine because I just know what's happening um, now that I'm back in Nashville. So I needed the wine. I've just been relaxing since I've been back. Life has been happening. You know, I feel like this whole year I've been on such a journey. Um and not even just <clears throat> in the literal sense of like my physical travel, you know, back and forth mm-hmm. all over the world. But like mentally, this journey has been interesting. Um, I feel like I've been in a crash course lately. So many things to learn from, so many things to heal, so many things to I just feel like I've been feeling every spectrum of the of the emotional wheel, you know, in this past year. So it um yeah, I needed the wine. Yes. Look, and some days, you know, there, we don't need an excuse to want some wine. So. No, you never do. And the thing is, I don't even drink that much anymore. Um, so, you know, I still have the, the liquor in my house from my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I, I can do a glass mm-hmm. of wine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. You got the affirmation for us? I do. Y'all can tell she was taking that last go. <laughs> you heard it. I'm mad. Okay. So today I affirm, I honor my emotional intelligence as I set boundaries. I am keenly aware of my intentions and projections as I encounter others throughout my day. Love it. Being aware is very important. Being in tune with yourself very mm-hmm. important. It's essential. Yes. Okay. So this is all you, sis. Hit us with the um hit us with the topics. What you want to talk about first? You know, I think you know, I think we should start off with uh well they're all really important, right? They're both really important. But I think at this point, I think that what I like to do is help people with some takeaways um, okay. earlier in the episode so then we can have some time to process and spend some time with you as we go. Um, so I think that one of the things that I wanted to talk about on this episode was voting. Uh, I'm just going to put it just mm-hmm. point blank period. Voting. The importance of voting, the history of voting. Uh, because I think that it's really, really hard for you to know 
where you're going if you don't know where you're from. Mm -hmm. And I think that at this time, you know, our our ancestors have come and gone at this point and they've laid a lot of the groundwork for us to really move this charge forward. We're seeing a lot of people like, you know, the John Lewis's and people from that generation yeah. that MLK, you know, they're, they are passing on and, and they are our ancestors. And I just think that we owe it to them to pick up the baton, even if, you know, you may have some harsh feelings about political the politics in the United States, even some of the political candidates, even, you know, like, I just feel like at this point, we just need to sit down and talk about voting. Mm-hmm. And I really want to talk about your relationship with voting, because I think, too, voting has a story in all of our lives, because at some point you have either heard somebody tell you to vote or told you not to vote. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, that's important. I think it's important to know the root of things. And so I just wanted to talk about voting in terms of your life and what has been your experience of voting and when you were introduced to actually the concept of voting here in this country. Sure. Um, So voting for me, I guess my first memory around it was, um, I remember when uh, Bill Clinton was running for president. Mm. Um, So I remember that. Nice. Switch from Daddy Bush <laughs> yeah. to, um, to Bill Clinton. And it's so funny because, <clears throat> and I like to think that I um, like I'm a good judge of character. Um, yeah. And so, but I remember like being in front of the TV with my mom, and I think the news was on or something, and me being like, "I like this guy." Like he yeah. should be, he should be the next president. Now, at that age, nobody, I did not know what was to come. <laughs> nobody saw that. <laughs> um, but I also remember the whole, so kind of sidetracked too. Like I remember the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, and mm-hmm. I felt very adamant that, like, while he was wrong in his personal life, that's that man's business, and that ain't got nothing to do with him being a president. So, right, because. <laughs> of the stuff that we seeing right now. <laughs> Listen, the stuff that we were seeing, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> so, anyway, so that's one of my, like, first memories around, like, voting in election season. Um, mm-hmm. And then I always remember my mother going to vote. Like, she was yeah. like, you know, I'm going into work a little later because I got to go vote first. So, I never knew about not voting. Like, right. that's what she did. Um, I don't know why I remember those little things, but, you know, or her just coming back and saying, like, or I'll be home late because I'm voting on the way home from work, whatever it may be. Like, I just remember those things. Um, and then for me, because I'm trying to think back when I was 18, I turned, ooh, my first vivid election was Obama. Okay. And so I was in college at that time. Um, and I don't, Was this the first election that you voted in? That's what I was going to say. I don't think that I had voted in any, like, primaries prior to that. Okay. I can't remember for someone whose mother always voted. But um, I think that was, that was a learning phase, too, of really educating people on not just voting during the presidential election. 
Right. Like, because I could have voted, you know, all along. Right. Prior to that. Um, And I vividly remember that day. Me and the homegirls, we went to the homegirls, my roommates, 1901. We all got up like it was still dark outside. We got up with another um, friend of ours, actually, um, Jerome. He mm-hmm. went, because we have pictures from that day. A friend of the show. We went. Um, we all went to the polls together and voted Aww. in Athens. Um, and I also remember us being glued to the TV in 1901. Yeah. Everybody got their books out, laptops out, um, and the response of it just being like, "Oh my gosh, he's really about to do this." Yeah, he's really about to do this. I also remember. One of my most, I think, you know, there were definitely some tears. Um, one of my most immediate reactions was like, oh, my gosh, yes, he won. Yeah. But I was scared for his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that was terrifying. His life. Um, I was like, because I said before, I was like, <laughs> you know, I think he's going to win, but <clears throat> somebody going to try to shoot that house up. Yeah, I used to think that, too. Yep. Um, so that's been it's my, unfortunate, but it, that's it is, real. but that was, those were very real thoughts. Like a black man, like we knew that these were like dreams, like yeah. th- dream, dreams that felt impossible to our ancestors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So we knew the very real context of like, you know, why we felt that way. And then yeah. ever since then, I have, I have not always been the greatest in, um, and I can't even think of the uh, terminology, non-presidential elections. Yeah, okay, like the general elections. <clears throat> yes. Um, I had not always been the greatest, and when I say greatest, like I always vote, but my um, I have definitely grown in terms of being more informed on the mm-hmm. issues in voting. Um, yeah. Because it matters. Like, it does. Those, those matter most. And so I have, you know, ever since then, I've just, grown a lot in making sure that I'm in tune with at least knowing who you know who's on the ballot who's going to impact me what are people standing for I mean right down to the judges like what's your platforms Um, right right I think it's really important I originally a couple years ago had planned to sign up to be um, a poll worker Mm -hmm. Um, ended up not doing it but I'm going to do it this year okay that's awesome um, so registering people to vote is yep. always a good thing. Um, yep. Voting early yep. is big. Uh, also knowing and recognizing that you can technically vote by mail, but because people are not trusting the mail um, process, you can take it down to your um, voting headquarters. So like Franklin County, I will take it like I yep. can hand it into them so that we know that that vote is counted. We're not playing those games. Right, okay? exactly. Um, but yeah, I so this that. year I plan to um, be a poll worker because we know that there's going to be a huge need. Um, typically, yes, poll, demographically, poll workers are older. Yep, um, they are. Because we are in the middle of a pandemic, a lot of them are leaning away from volunteering and supporting, you know, at the concern of their safety. But we also know that if... Um, polls are not well staffed they will close them and they will close the ones that are in black neighborhoods so so it's important that we be engaged in ways that we feel most comfortable during this pandemic i've tried to you know be in the house as much as possible but this is one thing where i feel comfortable to be 
and necessary to be civically engaged um, so that folks not, because voter suppression is real. Right. It is real. It's a very real thing. So that was a very long, I literally took you from when I was about. You did. Thank you for sharing your story with me. (laughs) I okay, Shady, I almost spit my water out on my laptop. Tell us about your story. <laughs> um, you know, I grew up remembering my mom voting um, and always remembering the stickers. The stickers mm-hmm. were my favorite part of voting. I was like, oh, everybody has a voting sticker. You know, I just, I like little things like that. Um, but I also remember my mom, well, let me just say, I don't remember if my mom worked the polls in high school, but I worked the polls in high school. So at my high school, they gave mm-hmm. us the day off. We could get pizza. And I was like, hell yeah. So then I was like, I'm going to work the polls. And so I remember working the polls and having such a good time meeting people in my community that I didn't know. Like, I had never known that they were living up around the corner from me. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to us as young kids, you know, just getting to know us. And they know you just, it's a good way to get to know the neighborhood. And so helping out with that, I remember I remember working the polls in high school. And then I also remember my first election that I voted in was the Obama election. And so that's when I was at OU. And that is a night that I will never forget. Like I remember watching it on TV and then I also remember hearing Child, the, you was a freshman. I, I was like, a freshman. This mm-hmm. was my freshman year. And I remember the halls erupting. I remember the halls erupting. All of my friends, we left. We were around. We were dro- We were walking down um, Morton Hill, which is a huge hill at OU in Athens, Ohio. Um, we walking down Morton Hill, and I remember people just blasting. My president is black, and they were driving around campus. It was, y'all. It was a situation. It was amazing. And then I remember going over Corey's house. We went to the Q house that night, so I was mm. in Corey Gaddis. <laughs> and we all were at Corey's house um, when President Obama won. And that experience for me was just, it was amazing. It was so amazing. Just as a freshman in college, everything about OU was just magical at that time. And so it was like a dream come true to be at a university, a, a PWI. Granted, we did see some BS while we were out too, but listen, because it's a PWI. Um, I just saw some the, BS the other day. Tell you about that listen, in a second. Listen, so, so then we, but for the majority of the experience, it was such an exhilarating experience. It's something that I will never forget. And I'm just so glad that I was, you know, alive to just witness something so so historic and even when I remember just watching the inauguration and watching Beyonce look at them and cry after seeing it Etta James because it just felt like how could I be alive to see something like this you know what I mean like how could I be alive to witness something like this and it was just it was such a beautiful moment and then moving forward you know just trying my best to stay active and because I think I worked the elections at a young age you know, I always found it important to go. And also my mom works the post too. So my mom works the post every year. That's something that she looks forward to. She's retired and she loves working the campaigns every year in Atlanta. Like that's something that she looks forward to seeing those people every year, going back and reconnecting with her friends. Um, because you do, you spend all day there. It's a long ass yeah. shift. Like the polls open up at like seven o'clock. You gotta be there at like five. You gotta yeah. be there at like five to set up. 
and then you know the polls close late at night, and those are the same people there that are All there day. in the morning to the evening. It's not because shifts. it's one shift. Yeah, you can't once you get trained on it. Like you, you it's 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 supposed to be a sacred ballot. You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to be able to have that many people working the polls. So it's just secure to have one set of people, you know, working mm-hmm. the polls for the entire day, and so. Those days are long, 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 but they are so fulfilling. And it is so amazing to go out and see your fellow citizens, because I think that is when you really are able to see, like, who is really taking a stock in this country? Who really feels like they have a say here? And who cares about the direction that it wants to go? And me, as a person who loves history, you know, traveling, one of the things that I love to do is go to museums. And one of the museums, of course, that I love that's sacred to me is the African American History Museum in D.C. Mm-hmm. And just learning more about my heritage and learning more about what people have done, not only just in history in the context of other black people outside of my family but my own family members and how their lives have been impacted individually by um, just some of the issues that are within this country and fighting for things like voting for me like people were bitten by dogs they were attacked, they were killed they were murdered like they they left, my grandfather literally left and moved to a whole other part of the country like how do you get from Atlanta to Cleveland? How long did that take back then? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, how long did that take? So, like, I owe it to them to go out and to express my disdain for this country, if need be. Um, or just to express my hope and my my excitement about what the future can bring. So, I think that voting has always been important to me. And I'm so glad that my mom introduced it to me at a young age even though I don't remember when exactly it was mm-hmm. but I always know like the I voted stickers you know just everywhere and wanting one like can I have your I voted sticker so it just it's small things like that it's marketing like that it's those those little things that really help to stick with you yeah um goodness I had a question I had a thought and now of course I can't remember it and I'm out of wine you are I told you That's- a long time ago to I'm going to open it up, sis. Go ahead. Lord have mercy. <laughs> one day, one of these days, she's going to learn to listen, y'all. You know I'm hard-headed. I do. I do. I'm trying to get over that. It's all right. Take your time. You know, you got to learn things for yourself. Oh, that's what no, I was going to say. Super random. I look like my girl on our, um, on our cover art. <laughs> you do. You know, I have to change that, and I don't want to. I mean, you could also just go with the other one. I don't want that. I want what we have. Okay. <laughs> I was just throwing off about there. We got two. We got two logos. Courtney knows how I am. Don't provoke me. We got two logos. It's absolutely fine. You got options, but do use this. Don't do provoke this. me to get you emotional on this show and really show my Lord, my attached side. You know, I'd be attached. Clearly. Anyway, back to voting. <laughs> um, what else did you have? What else did you want to talk about as it relates to voting? Um, How do you plan on voting this year? I we know we have a few options. You know, at this point, I really have been debating on whether or not I wanted to mail in a vote, or if I wanted to take it right up to. Um, I don't know. Was it? I don't actually I know. know the building that I'm gonna have to take it to. 
Um, but I can do the research, do the work, guys. I can do the research. They let you know if you're looking for your voting precinct, it's all online. You literally put in every day. But trying to debate on how I want to vote, I would love to mail it in essentially. But you know the way that the government works, I'm not really sure if that's the right option to take. So I think I may have to take you know my vote up there itself. What mm-hmm. about you? How are you voting? Are you still debating? Have you that's have you decided yet? I'm going to vote early and I'm going to take it up there. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to take it up there because, um, like I said earlier, I don't trust the uh, I don't trust the system. I don't either because I've been waiting for some shoes to come here for a while. Good night. Good, <laughs> good night. Truly, I'm dead ass. Like, where are my shoes? So if y'all not carrying your shoes, I know y'all ain't carrying your boats. Especially from my black ass. No? Yes. Sure. I mean, so. yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm with that. I think that that's important. Okay. Mm, um, I can't wait to find out what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I should um, step out Call or let the person in. I had to. I had to get out of my mouth. Anyway. Let me see what you got going on over there. Anyway, so what else? What, what other gems do you have for voting? Like, I just want to know what are some of the best ways that you think people should get educated about candidates. Now, I think that Ooh. that's important right now because. The other night I was in Cleveland with some of my friends and we were watching the Republican National Commission and it was trash. Hear me. And I'm not here to say all Republicans are trash, but the convention is wag, baby. And so I was watching it and I was like, hmm. So what are some of the best ways you think that people can get educated about candidates? And like I said, I was watching the other parties. Um, convention and I think it's important to hear both sides you know of the story I think that mm-hmm. it's important to really understand what we are um, fighting for and what we're fighting against and so that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about you can just give me your one idea whenever you get around to it but I just think that it's important for us to hear both sides of the story and then too I think that it's important for you to get to know the people who are coming on the Democratic ticket as well. So really following them on social media, following them on whatever platform that you have. Um, I think that really trying to get an authentic feel into what they stand for, really getting to know the local officials that are around you as well. We're all quarantined. So at this point, what else you looking up? You know what I mean? We know what shows are out. Y'all didn't watch Tiger King. Y'all have gone around. Right. The game is on Netflix. We've all seen it before. We seen all the but we should, we've all seen all of those things before. And granted, we're excited that they're back. Happy to see you. Um, but let's let's take this time to do something productive. You know what I mean? Because we do have a lot of time at our disposal. I don't know when the world will look like this again, even though it looks like an atrocity, because it is. But at the same time, we have a lot of free time on our hands as well and we get to choose how we manage ourselves and what we pour into ourselves during this um during this time and so i'm not telling you to make it all of your time but i'm just saying just take a moment to feel as to get your questions answered you know what i mean yeah. like if you live here and your your money your dollar is paying taxes to somewhere 
if you're going to take my coin, I want to know what you're doing with it. So I just feel like at this point, I'm entitled to know. And I feel like you should feel entitled to know, too, if we're going to stay on this godforsaken land or if we're gonna, and we have to contribute to it. Yeah. So one thing that I will say is um, what I recommend. I got a couple things. I got a couple things, but I'm I'm a keep it short and sweet hopefully mm-hmm. one thing that I one thing that I recommend is going to your city's page because mm-hmm. they will have voter information um, and candidate information that you can access through the city's page so that you are aware of um, who you're voting for who you're voting for locally um, and that's critical and so you can do mm-hmm. the same thing I mean you can literally just google candidates names um and you can see and it will take you to their like their fundraising um pages their personal uh political pages and you can do the research and read platforms um Mm -hmm. or read about their platforms it's fine our our guest is here um (laughs) um read about their political platforms, but then also do the follow-up research. So like, don't take everything at face value, but do the follow-up research and say, okay, now I see what you're saying that you're about. Let me see what other people are saying, what you're about Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And then I will also like to say that you have to remember um, that people evolve. Right. Um, And so just like the rest of us do, the Courtney that was the 2010 Courtney is not the 2020 Courtney. So, and I say that because I know we're in very challenging times in terms of people being split on who they're going to vote for and what that looks like. My first step is just to say, get out and vote. Whoever it is that you're going to vote for. I pray that for me and my circle, nobody's voting for Trump. Mm. But just to be clear, um, just go vote, but also do your research. Yes. I love to hear it. No, I think you're absolutely right, Courtney. Um, I love that you gave just that direct resource because I don't I think that a lot of times people forget what we have access to and how easy it is to access some of the information that we have in the palm of our hands. And we spend, you know, a lot of time on our phones regardless, so you might as well again be productive, you know, make the most out of your time. And I just think that, you know, go exercise your voice. I don't think a lot of people really understand. There's so much power in your voice, us as individuals. When we all speak as a collective, it is astounding. So I just think that really, really feel empowered. Your vote does count, you know, um, your voice does matter. And I know especially for our community, there are just a lot of reinforcing things that just show that our voices don't matter. Our cries seem to fall on deaf ears at this point. We feel really disheartened in this country, but I'm telling you, every one of us matters. Every last one of us matters. And I think that this is a great way to all come together to really, you know, work as a collective to say that we matter. Mm-hmm. I was just going so, yeah. to ask our special guest if she had anything to say on voting, but she had to step out for a minute. That's okay. Let, you want to take a break and then bring her in? Yep, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we might have a couple things to add about voting. And then we'll go into the next topic. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we are back. Um, 
to finish off episode 70 and our guest is is with us so i think she has a few things to say about voting no uh go vote (laughs) okay (laughs) that was it that was it so our guest our final guest for the show with the two of us is my sister (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you do that (laughs) but like I'm in a club every time (laughs) so welcome my sister um, Kia I will let her introduce herself if she would like to Um, also welcome their new dog. Yes, I was just going to um, say, it sounds like Bo wants to make an appearance. Right, she wants to make an appearance. Do you have a new dog? Yes, and she's been quiet this entire time. This entire time. But then suddenly, but this is how kids and dogs will do you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have to lock my dog in the room. See? Mm-hmm. That is Rainbow Rosé. Mm-hmm. Better known as Bo. Yep, that's her Rainbow name. Rose. <laughs> yes, and you know it's not spelled just a regular it. Where did way. Where did that come from? Um, we just kind of wait. Where did that come from? Well, it's a little remix of you know a little bit of everybody. So we picked her up one day. Well, what is it? A week ago now, and so a little over a week, going yeah. on two weeks. Yeah. And so it was raining. So I was just like, well, what about the name mm-hmm. Rain? Because we were trying to think of names. So, and then Courtney thought about Bo, and so we went with Bo. And then we have another guest here who thought of Rosé, and so we just went with Rainbow Rosé. But you know how, you know, in true fashion, (laughs) black folk fashion, black folk fashion, (laughs) you know, we had to twist it up with the, um, with how you spell it. So it's (laughs) R-E-I-G-N. B E A U X. <laughs> we extra. Extra. Because you can't do this with your kids now. Right. So extra. I ain't never been so, so extra, extra in my life. Never, ever. You know, I live for it. But I like <laughs> oh, the name. that. It's She's funny. But I do, I do love the sprint bow. Like from Blackish Bow. Yeah. That's what somebody else said when I told them the name. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yep, that's her name. Yes. Well, I am excited. Wait, what kind of dog is it? She's a German Shepherd. Wow. I love German Shepherds. Those are beautiful dogs. Those are beautiful dogs. Is she a puppy? Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's a puppy puppy. She's eight eight weeks. weeks. Oh, my gosh. German Shepherds are the prettiest puppies. Can you please let me see her before we get off of the phone? Sure. And then they, okay. they're not as pretty when they get older, but that's okay. <laughs> they be looking vicious. Right. They look vicious. But that's what I was But they're, they're really good dogs. They're mm-hmm. really, really good dogs. We had a few German Shepherds in our family oh, okay. um, that I grew up with. So I have a heart for German Shepherds. They're really nice dogs. Oh, I'm hoping. Yes, they will be. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show, kid, because, you know, I'll be on here talking about you, my sister, and Courtney don't be having it, but <laughs> sis, let me tell you. <laughs> Yep, I'm I know. So here she I about am. to be. She about to be my replacement because I'm sitting over here like. No, you know, real talk. The only reason why I came on here is to see if I can get an interview <laughs> to see if I can be your new co-host. <laughs> Ain't nobody better. First off, 
listen for real because I've been eating that 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 therapeutic perspective, and you are like the big sis of the big sis, and it's just like that's when I know I'm for sure gonna get right, and I can't really act up. I've been trying, Courtney, sometimes, but I can't do that with you. Mm-mm. I just I can't hold anything back from you, Kia. So I always have a seat for you here on the show, sis. I know that Courtney. Um, I know I know it's a little side eye, but that's okay. I love Kia. I love Kia with my whole heart, and I won't be ashamed about it. So, yeah, you that's how I feel. So, this, if you want to try it out, <laughs> it's open. Come take a seat, huh? Yes. Yes. We've been trying to get you on the show for a while. I know. For three years. <laughs> what, what took you so long? Um. You know, I just, we, you know, we just talked about being an introvert and all of that. Right. So, just one of those things. And then, you know, Courtney has her own thing. So, you know, as sisters, sometimes you just got to let, you know, sisters do their own thing. And so, just respecting that and respecting her space and her platform where she gets to be and do her. So, you know. Because mm-hmm. she be getting I love that. She be getting me. <laughs> what you say? So she be getting me all the way together. She be like, no. Nah. Actually, every, time. every time every time <laughs> every single time she so yeah I, no i respect that though i think that that's good i think it's healthy to know that about your sister and to have like those boundaries because you know family members they be like i don't care that's my sister mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna do whatever mm-hmm. I do what I want. <laughs> but um that's really really healthy that's probably why your background is your background um <laughs> So I don't know if you want to tell us more about your background. Let's talk about that just so people know what kind of pers- what kind of lens you're coming from. So let me say this. We don't um, we have not ever yes. shared our places of employment, but mm-hmm. we share what our profession is. You can share as much as you want. Some people don't care. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I work for Target. I work for, you know, wherever. But yes. you can say what your like professional background is if you want. So yes. I was not going to share my um, place of employment or employer. Um, definitely not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I am a school counselor or a school social worker. Which one am I? Today I'm, Both. A, I'm a, <laughs> for real. I'm a school social worker, and every day I'm a school social worker. But in addition to that, um, I'm also. Uh, with the same professional license, having a master's in social work, I'm also a clinical therapist at one of the major hospitals here for children. So in my spare time, that is what I do. Although since COVID, I haven't been doing so much of that, which I'm okay mm-hmm. with. But um, so that's what I do on a daily basis. I just have a quick question before before we go into the topic about that. So when you are in relationship with anybody or having conversations with anybody, are you constantly assessing them from that perspective? Um, a lot of times, I would say a lot of times, yes. But then you do have, you know, those moments where like, you know what? You just fucking crazy, or you. Just, and I should probably shouldn't even use that terminology or that language because that is not professional. But right. you know, sometimes you just have those moments where, like, this is just what it is, or right. I'm not even going that far with this person because now even having to learn to have my own boundaries, you know, with the work that I do and just kind of setting those limits and just kind of taking the hat off in terms of like, Mm -hmm. just not trying to even think that hard about it or think that deep about it and just letting things be what they are. So 
I would say always. too, as a person who, um, so yeah, as a person who frequently uses her services for free, um, you know, I think sometimes it can like part of part of her role and like her skill set and her background gets wrapped into like her as a friend too. So people know like I can go to Kia for this because she has this expertise. Like she can give me advice. Like let me pick your brain on this. Whatever, whatever. Um, I say that a lot. Um, so yeah, I think that's part of it too. And you know, just kind of back to your question about I know you wasn't asking me. <laughs> you was asking her. She can talk for herself. But, you know, going back to your question about, like, how she uses that in in relationships and friendships, my point was just that I think sometimes people know what they're getting out of, sorry, getting out of her as a friend, too, um, as that being a part of her being. Right. And so one of the things that I have to work on and that I'm continuously working on, considering that, you know, for a long time, for 21 years now, I've been a mother you know, and so that has been like a major role in my life that I've had to play. And then now the other being part of my career. So one of the things that I'm working on is having to like set those things aside and, you know, just be Kia. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, I don't have relationships that are, you know, dependent upon me for the help that comes along with, you know, my profession. But it's more about me as a person. There you right, go. Right. Will said. It is well said because codependency is real, and I always try to make sure that I try my best. Sometimes I'm not that good at it. I'm still working through that too, um, just to set boundaries or try to exercise boundaries with other people. Um, but it's something I'm continuously working on. But I did think that because of your lens, but not only for your lens, because I stand for you regardless. Um, you know, just as a person, you just, you light up my life. You know, you one of my sisters, whether Courtney like it or not. So, <laughs> I, uh, we just want, I thought it was a good idea too, just to have you touch base on this part of the episode, you know, and I want to talk about just how to show support, you know, and I, and I really, when I brought it to Courtney, I said, we need to talk about how to show support during these times. And Courtney was like, no, just through, like, just just helping people generally. How can we just learn how to show support? And I thought this was really important because on my personal journey, I've been going through a lot recently, which has me leaning on people more for, for support than I probably feel comfortable Um but I do understand that support comes in many different fashions, many different ways for many different people. Um, but I also understand that some people struggle with how can I support you? What are the best ways to do that? And oftentimes I do think that it's important to be like what Courtney said in the beginning of the episode, aware and understanding whether you're projecting what you would want your support to look like on somebody mm-hmm. or what, you know, support is really needed. And so I just wanted to talk about, you know, what is support? How can people really show up for each other during this time? Because I feel like we're all trying to survive. And in the same way, especially, I can just speak for myself as a black woman, you know, the way that we show support is really overextending ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting in the way that so many people even tie support to their identity. How can they support people and that be a core of their identity? So I just wanted to open the floor just about that. Um, and I guess I can ask the question of, because I think that this is always a very interesting question. Do you ask for support? And if so, how do you ask for it? <laughs> mm. 
Do you want to start? Do you want to start? Well, let me put a pin in um, in the question, but because I, I do want to talk about that topic because I think this is a very important topic to discuss. I think um, one of the things that you said about just showing up, and I think that's the most important piece, is that is that you do show up because nobody wants to have that employee that is a no call, no show. Nobody right. wants to be that kid that is waiting in the window for waiting for somebody to show up. So the point is show up, like be present, you know, for somebody. And oftentimes, you know, when people don't show up, it's because like you were saying before, like maybe you don't know what to say or maybe you don't know what to do. But don't be afraid of being able to say just that. Like, I don't know what it is that you need, but recognize that something is needed and so, but what can you do and what can you offer within your abilities and within your realm of what you're willing to do where you're still setting your own healthy boundaries, but at least you're still showing up and saying something. So, and you know, sometimes we have to give, not sometimes, well, oftentimes we have to give grace to, you know, one another. Like we're not going to always, you know, say the right thing. You know, we might have, um, we might be well-intentioned. And that goes a long way, but still, at least put in that effort, you know, and, right. and give some explanation to, you know, what it is that you're trying to do so that there's not that misunderstanding. But when there's like a gap and there's an absence of support, then that leads just to a lot of confusion in whatever the relationship is, whether it be with a friend or a loved one, an employer, whomever, like when you don't show up, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Like, I thought we were something different than we were or, you know, but what I also will say is that, you know, sometimes we as people have what I call um, unspoken expectations. And so oftentimes what that leads to is like we expect without knowing, you know, (laughs) do it, do it. That's when we hear something good. Clink it up. So based off of, you know, our backgrounds, our beliefs, you know, our culture, we might have these expectations in which we assume that other people should automatically know about. And so we're expecting them to, you know, fill those gaps and, you know, stand in those shoes and they might not even know that that that's what you needed. So I think a very important question is to ask, because like you were, you must have mentioned in terms of projecting, you don't want to offer just based off of like what it is that you um, feel like you need for support. But it goes with the old saying is, um, um, what is it? Teach people how to treat you mm-hmm. or, um, you know, but at the same time, you, so you have to let people know what it is that you need. So, but at least by offering that space and just having that platform and open up the door to have, you know, those conversations, I think is where it all, you know, begins. So show up, like you said, just show up. Yeah. I will add to that in that, cause I, I feel like you started to go down this path and I think, I know I've said this on the show before, but it was more specifically related to like an employer setting. Um, but I take it in friendships too. So people used to say all the time, like, um, manage people how you would want to be managed. And I say, no, manage people how they want to be, how they want and need to be managed. So the same goes to me, the same goes for support, like show up for them the same way you would want somebody to show up or the same way you want. And that's not, 
Um, that's not always the case. Like my niece, that's, you know, that's how we get into the conversations about, you know, the five love languages and stuff like that. Like what resonates with you? Um, but I do, you know, to Kia's point, I do believe in that too, around, um, the unspoken expectations. Like, I could be sitting over here mad at you for doing A, B, and C. You have no idea that that was an expectation of mine. You know what I mean? And that's and that's putting you know unfair pressure on you, and you not even like and you think you showing up this whole time. Um, and while the effort is good, like to what Kia was saying, like sometimes you just got to show up. Sometimes you just got to be there. Um, and not to put the burden on the other person, but I think sometimes I I'm speaking of myself mostly when I say this, but. Um, if you don't communicate those things, you know, you're going to be more frustrated <clears throat> because you haven't even spoken up about it. You haven't even said like, you know, I need to be supported and support looks like this for me. Um, and that takes work. That takes work. Cause that gets to your question about what you said about like, do you ask for support? I know I'm not always the greatest at doing that. I have definitely gotten better, um, over the years, um, but for me, that's that's part of it because I think it'd be like, oh, well, why this person ain't do that, or me and this yeah. person don't even, you know, that person don't even call me no more. I don't call them either. <laughs> like, so, right. so what you doing? Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, I think y'all both raised some very valid points, especially the expectations. <clears throat> I think that a lot of us, um center things around ourselves. There's a book that I love called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is not to take things personally. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is such an essential piece, you know, for life is not to take things personally because I think that a lot of times we think that, you know, somebody not texting you back, somebody not calling you back, somebody not giving you immediate gratification is personal. Or um, withdrawing could be personal. It could not be even be personal. It could be something that's going on with the other person and I think that a lot of times we carry that with us um and it's and it's not it's never for us to carry you know that person may be working through whatever it is that they need to and I just think that showing support looks like that too because like what Kia said grace you know having grace for other people because you never know what people are carrying you know you don't know what people are going through and the and the only thing that we are really commanded to do here on this earth is to love each other and so when you show grace that's really you know loving somebody really figuring out how to give them or you figuring out if you have the capacity to give grace you know in the in that certain scenario or within that certain um relationship so i think that y'all both raised very valid points um and to tie back to what you said courtney just in terms of asking for support, I'm trying to get better at that. But sometimes it looks like I don't know what kind of support I need. So when mm-hmm. people are asking, like, hey, how can I support you? It's like, I don't know. You're going to give me a minute to figure it out. But I do think that that's a valid response in itself, too. Um, you I just not that. knowing what it is versus, you know, withholding. Because I think mm-hmm. that it's really about respecting that person's gesture like you said just showing up trying to show up even if they don't know how and really understanding that even if it is that I don't know I can still give you that answer you know not to leave you in the dark you know if something is going on so I think that that's important just because we're in this era of ghosting and people often retreat and that's and that's okay my flight or flight is nuts y'all I literally hop from state to state you feel me so but 
in terms of being respectful to a, a human, at some point we we have to, you know, be confident enough to speak or to text and whatever it is that you, how you feel that you need to get it out. I think a lot of us get caught up in like, should I call? Should I FaceTime? Should I text? Should I meet you in person? Like, do what you need. You know, do what's best for you. But at the end of the day, hopefully that person can respect the effort. Like right. you said. Yeah, I think you bring up um, a couple of valid points, and one of which I think it's important to not only just show up, but then also, um, you know, just kind of validate, you know, what somebody is experiencing. And like you said, you know, just the point of like showing up is just the effort in itself is is tremendous for most people because we recognize like you're not going to get everything right. You're not going to do everything right, but at least, you know, you're trying. And so, and the other thing I was going to say too, is that I'm the queen of, you know, circle back. So like you said, you know, Courtney, you know, you got to do the work. So even if I don't know what that support looks like, let me think about it. And, you know, let me sit on that, but not just sit on it and put it away and never return but it's just like, let me give thought to that. Let me process it and see what's going to help. And then let me circle back around and say, hey, remember, you know, I really appreciate you trying to, you know, help me out here. You know, I think that this is what, you know, can really be beneficial for me. And then on the flip side of it, for those that are offering support, I think just to be able to create and have your own boundaries, give choices. Like being able to say like, okay, I can do this or I can do this, you know, and not necessarily in a mean way, but at least you're still operating in the space in which, like you said, as black women, especially that we're not overextending ourselves because how many times do we agree to do something that we really didn't want to do? And not because, not because we don't like you or because we don't love you or anything like that, but it's just because we know that we already have so much on our plate. Tapped out. Right. Tapped out completely. So it's just like, well, maybe this is what I can offer in terms of like how I can be helpful. Yeah. Good about that. She is yeah. about that. I know I've shared on the show before. My mother told me no is a complete sentence. And Kia yep. is good about like boundaries. Like I can't, I can do this. I can't do this, but I can do this. Like, like yeah. I can show up in some way. And sometimes yeah. that's enough. Like, and people appreciate that honesty more than, um, I'm thinking of a specific example. Um, I'm looking at you. Um, people appreciate that more than more than you know and sometimes the response ends up because I think sometimes that's what I end up with is just being like you know they're feeling like some sort of guilt if I say no or you know feeling obligated to say yes or whatever and not taking a moment to think about what I can do and what I'm willing to do Um, so having those options for yourself kind of helps to set those boundaries but still allows you to show up for somebody i don't even know why i'm talking because i just repeated everything that she said this is where i get my knowledge from okay so i'm that's just a good story that's a great story but no I, I love that that's so real that's so real okay um so i just think that i think it's important and i think that support and support looks different you know, I think that it's really understanding to who you're in relationship with. And I don't even mean just romantically because yeah. we're all in relationship with each other. Right. Um, and so really understanding who you're in relationship with in terms of what that person is communicating to you. That may not look the same for everybody else. And so I think sometimes it's difficult, at least for me, to um, separate what 
Courtney may like, what Kia may like, what Kiana may like. Mm-hmm. And you really have to be present, you know, to really understand people. So one of the things I'm trying to do is work on not multitasking because it's not real. So that I can be more present in the moment so that I can soak up really what I need to if I really want to show up for people to give them support because I have to be fully present. Um, And I think that that's important. And I think a lot of people really respect people being present in the moment at this point because we're so easily distracted. Absolutely. We just talked about that the other day because that is very big for both of us. And I did it to my sister. I wasn't present. I wasn't listening. We have both expressed this as frustration. Like, people don't be listening. Like, I'm talking and I want you to be engaged when I'm talking. And Kia was literally trying to tell me um, this story. And it doesn't matter, like, how big the story is or not. Like, like, I want you to be in tune to what I'm saying. Like, be present with me right now. Um, Right. So I literally did that to her the other day and I had to get, I we was getting out the car and I was like, I am so sorry because I have yeah. expressed this as a frustration of mine. And here I am doing the same thing. Like, and I know how that feels and I said, okay. And I had to say, you are not listening to me. Yes. <laughs> Several times. Oh yeah. She was trying to pull you back into the combo. Yes. Right. And see, and I'm one of those people where I feel like, I'm not a big talker. So, damn it, when I do talk, I mean, can you not give me like two minutes? My story ain't gonna last but so long. Right. <laughs> like, give me that at least. And I was like, dang, you are so right. I'm so yeah, wrong for this. That's That's funny, but it's so We gonna sound real healthy are... to some folks. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna sound real healthy. I was gonna say, I was like, do y'all know how important that type of dialogue is to know? Like, these are frustrations. These are some things I'm aware of with you. This is how I'm trying to navigate it. This is how I'm trying to coach you back into one of even your frustrations. Like, and the grace that it takes uh, every single time. Mm-hmm. One of my friends told me that um, he is a licensed uh, therapist now, which I'm so proud of him for that. Um, and he told me that one day. He was like, he had a patient around every turn. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I want to go fast. I don't even like to slow down my car. Okay, so I was just like, "You're right. You are absolutely right." Like patience around every corner because you could have got frustrated the first time you asked her to listen to you. Mm-hmm. You could have gave up. And like, man, you're not hearing me. Like, I'm, I'm over it. And you did it. You kept going back. You kept giving grace. And she kept working with you. And I just think that kept it's beauty. <laughs> it's beauty in that. It's love in that. It's really a lot of But I think there's that. something to be said about that, too, where it's just, like, yeah. recognizing that you can't and don't do that with everybody. Right. Like, right. <clears throat> there, I mean, there have been some people where I've had to call out, like, do you want me to pause until you're ready? Right. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's in a work setting. Like, you want me to come back? Do you want to reschedule? Because you're like, essentially, you're clearly not engaged. Right. And I'm not about right. to do this with you. Right. Now, she right. offered me a lot more grace, but I think if she was at work, somebody <laughs> might have got them hands. <laughs> no, we talk about, listen, we talk about sisters. <clears throat> We're not talking about professional love. As a sister, she loved on you because she could have just been like, nah. She was real close. Yeah, she was real close. Because when she said it the second time, she was she looked up at me and she was like, 
You didn't hear nothing I said. <laughs> Looks like I didn't. Hey, true story. That's a good, that's a good example though. That's a really good example. Um, let me see what else did I want to touch base on? I don't think I have anything extra I want to leave people with support. I think I love what you said, Kia. Just show up. That's how I am. Like, I'm just grateful for the gesture. I'm just grateful for how you show up. I'm just grateful that you attempted to show up, whether it is from afar, near, whatever it looks like to you, I have gratitude for it. So I just said, I I took that away from what you said, and I, I try to practice that as much as I can. You know what I will say, too, is that um, being on the receiving or being the one that is giving support, don't expect anything in return. Like, if you right. give it, give it, because... I feel like, you know, like there's been times when I've just sent out text messages and I'll even sometimes I'll let it be known like, hey, you don't even have to respond. Like, because mm-hmm. I know you got, you know, whatever it is you have going on. So you don't have to respond. You don't have to acknowledge. Just know that, you know, I'm here. I'm thinking about you. That type of deal. So I think that that's something that's also important just to be able to maintain whatever the relationship is. It's not, you know, expect anything in return. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, from yeah. pure intentions, have yeah. pure intentions. Mm-hmm. People intentions be all pure. Right, right. They, they be trying to sneak in there. And <laughs> like, but remember when I did? Like, well, had I known that that's what you was doing it for to clock me three months later? See, I want to ask listen, you for nothing. You got COVID. How can I support you, boy? <laughs> you don't get out this phone. <laughs> Boy, don't y'all don't be letting people sneak back in because of COVID, but also don't shut off love because of COVID. True, sure. Frozen. I love it. No, you, I mean yeah. you're good. We can still hear you. Okay. okay. So, do either of you um, have anything else to add before we uh, wrap up the show? I told you we was gonna go longer. You did. You called it, but. Ain't nothing wrong with that. This is good conversation. We in community right now, you know? And a long overdue guest. Because, you know, I always want to keep you close. You, you, first of all, be so goddamn extra. (laughs) Now I can just be getting in front of everybody. (laughs) Now y'all know how I really am. When we get off the phone, like, Courtney, are you sure you want to hang up? You don't want to talk for another five, ten minutes? You're like, oh, let me tell you this other thing. You know how mommy be doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tell me, Kiana, But what was I about to say? Shoot. I forgot it. I think I was going to call you extra, but I can't remember why. And we already know that. I'm extra in every strip of the way. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Anything anybody wants to add? And then we're going to explain the um, wrap-up to Kia. Yes. And um, Um, see if she has anything she wants to contribute. No, I think that's it, Courtney. Okay. Well, I just want to... for Courtney's sign off on oh. on this, I just want to congratulate her and the two of you, um, but you in particular, Courtney, just because of um, it really takes a lot of introspect to be able to know what journey that you're getting ready to get ready to begin. But also, just to really even think about, like, what journey you want to end. Mm, and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that because, like, like we were talking before, you know, as black women... 
we already put so much on our plate. So to be able to know that, you know, okay, I've added this and, you know, I can check this off and say that I've done this. And to be able to know that, you know, this is my time to, you know, put it to a side. That's okay to be able to do. And to know that it's being done gracefully. Like, yep. you don't get no better than that. Like, it's not nope. because of no behind the scenes, mm-hmm. riff, right, no nope. drama. No we didn't even have to coach her on that. <laughs> no, sure no, didn't. we didn't even know. We didn't even know. <laughs> so to know that, you know, it's all love and it's all positivity, you know, you know, that's that's good shit. Thanks, sister. You're welcome. No, that, that really is. And I want to piggyback on that because, listen, not many people lead the right way. And I think that it's hard for people to sustain relationships like business relationships and personal relationships. And I think we hear all of these horror stories, right? We hear about how black women can't get along. We hear about how when people split, it's not amicable. That's not true. I've seen it. We've done it, y'all. That's not that's maybe a narrative that people may push, but that's not the reality for some people, at least not the reality for us in this mm-hmm. moment. So I'm just glad that we were able to really showcase two black women still being friends, still having fun, still enjoying what they wanted to do from the very beginning, which was to be friends and support each other. That was always the goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cry. I'm thankful. <laughs> oh, y'all Aww. better not. Y'all are so precious. Oh, she really going to cry. Uh, I appreciate and love y'all both. Um, it's been a good journey. Bitches still love brunch. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Not just Saturdays and Sundays. And this chick right here is still going to love brunch. Um, and I, I'll be back. I'll be back. Like I posted yesterday, you know, I can come back whenever I want to. And... You know, we have some exciting things coming mm-hmm. and we're looking we're looking forward to it. And Kiana's gonna um I let her tell y'all this, but she's gonna revamp it in a way that, you know, works for her and aligns with her new journey, which um I think you all should be excited for. Well, and I don't even know what that news or that information <laughs> is. And that's why I was saying congratulations to both of you because I also recognize for you, Kiana you know, what kind of step that this is for you to be taken just as well, to be able to know that you're still going to be the driving force or whatever decision it is that you decide to make, that you're still, that you, again, have accepted this, you know, again, with grace and that you're still pushing forward and persevering. And so kudos to you too. Yeah, because we're going to need all the drinks that brunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have to, like... At this point, just bring the rounds. I need them. <laughs> um, bring the food. Courtney likes the food. Um, and that'll give me a reason to get up to Columbus. Y'all know I'm always trying to get to Columbus because How I love can. Columbus. I love that. Columbus is one of my... I had a great time living there for that short period of time. <laughs> short period of time, but it was so good. But yes, yeah, thank you, Kia. Thank you for that. It, is, it was terrifying at first. I was like, what the hell am I about to do? <laughs> and I was like, well, you don't do what you've been doing. You're going to figure out, figure it out. Just like I always do. We always yeah. do. Everybody does. And so it's been so much fun even just to figure it out with Courtney too. So just bouncing stuff off of her like, Courtney, should I do this? Courtney, should I do that? It's, it's been fun. Yeah. You got it. You'll be good. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we are going to move into the, um, 
wrap up of the brunch. This is the I don't know why I'm explaining this like you haven't listened to the show. So this is just like the end of brunch. Um when you are when the uh server brings your tab. Uh-huh, we giving tips. And we giving tips, yes. Like I said, she is a listener of the show. So mm-hmm. let me stop explaining. We giving tips and we are giving either a chef recommendation or a brunch spot recommendation. Ooh. So Kiana and I have ours. Um so I'm gonna let you think about it okay. for a second. Um so, if you want to give a tip to anybody that has just, like, maybe really supported you this week, they ain't got to be a celebrity, um, or, you know, somebody that you saw did something really dope, shout them out. We like to, we just like to bring attention to, you know, folks doing good shit, excuse me, out there. Um I, I remember when we first started, sometimes I would give negative tips. I was petty petty. <laughs> I was wondering if that was an option. <laughs> I'd be like, you get zero or negative because you ain't shit. <laughs> like, sometimes you just got to let people know. But I got, off, I got off that train. Um, so, Kiana, do you want to go first? or I do. Okay. I, I can go first. Yeah. Um, my first tip is going to, well, I only have one tip. Y'all know Courtney limited my tips. She <laughs> trying to keep my coins in my purse. So I have one tip. I just be trying to save your money, sis. <laughs> I look, and I ain't ever mad about that. So, um, this week's tip is going to go to my college mentor. She was actually my links mentor if anybody went to OU. This tip is going to go to Brittany Barrett um, this week just because Brittany is who she is and she opened up her lovely patio during these quarantine times to host a very small intimate social distance brunch um, that we had. We spent time and shared lots of laughs and also Brittany is on Instagram doing a lot of fun things in terms of, you know, really making your parties pop. She's doing um, food decor and styling mm-hmm. tables. And Brittany is like a jack of all trades. Not to mention, sis is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. that. A, a lawyer, magistrate. a wife, a mother, uh, a mentor, a sister. Uh, 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 she she tries, and not even tries, she wears all those hats so well. So I just want to give her a tip. If y'all are on Instagram, follow her. Her page is at, is it underscore the one Brittany? Um, I don't know if there's an underscore. I don't think there's, an, there's no underscore. Just okay, the one just Brittany. The one, Brittany um, one as in the number one. So the number one, Brittany, um, follow her, show her some love, go see her beautiful baby. Um, she is making highlights on that page and all of the cool things that Brittany is doing and moving and shaking in Cleveland. So Brittany gets a 70% tip for me. Love you, Britt. And thanks for brunch. All right. So my tip this week is going to, um, Amy Sherald. You have heard me mention her name on the show before. She is the one that did the uh, painting of Michelle Obama. But I am giving her a tip this week for the painting that she did of Breonna Taylor. Um, And I just want to shout her out again because of her artistry, but not uh, just because of that, but the attention to detail that she played in this painting 
that she played, that she had in this painting. Um, you would have thought I've been drinking. Um, I've been drinking. Okay. Normally it's you. Um, paid is attention to detail that she paid to the painting. Um, so just, you know, knowing that she connected with or even someone connected her with uh, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. Um yeah. And that he had planned to propose. So she put an engagement ring in the picture, the color of the dress, the dress that she put her in, um, just all all those details that are important to um <laughs> that are important to uh you know, just acknowledging the life of this woman who who was taken and murdered by, you know, three cops that, you know, that just should have never been the case. So, <clears throat> shout out to Amy Sherald. Um, I'm giving her a hundred percent tip. That's a worthy tip. I'm gonna throw some money on that tip. Okay, yeah, I got some. I got some dollars on that. We um, <laughs> we gonna take a quick break and call you right back. Okay. 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 So Amy Sherald got got extra dollars. Um. And coins. Uh, okay, Kia, do you have a tip to share with us? Yes, I guess I got a tip to share. Um, <laughs> I'm giving this tip to somebody who has always had my purse strings and has always had my dollars, my coins, my everything. And once again, he still got it. But it's my son, <laughs> my one and only son. And I'm giving him a healthy tip. But I'm still saving some money for myself. Um, there you go. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. But I'm giving him a tip because he really has pushed um, Courtney and I to be able to do this detox. And um, and when I say he has pushed, he has, you know, been forceful. But then he has drawn back because we wasn't going for it. But he has been persistent. And so I really just appreciate um I just really appreciate his persistency in that. And so for that, I'm giving Jalen a nice, healthy tip. Yay. I agree with that tip. I'm going to throw some money on that tip, too. Now, what I'm going to throw some money on that, too. What I will say, the brunch spot will not be is our place because we ain't been eating nothing but raw food. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> raw fruits and vegetables for me 10 days. You... 
I was just getting excited. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> just one Gersha. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, but um, it's spelled just one O N E G U R S H A. You can find those in the notes too. And she also has a podcast called Vegan for the Culture Podcast that's mm-hmm. launching on, or that launched on, is it August 31st? What's coming up, sis? Her launch date is coming up on August 31st. So, Check her page out. She has lots of things going on, especially for those plant-friendly, vegan-friendly listeners that we have, or even if you're just a flexitarian and love vegan dishes in itself. Um, Check out her page just to help you. Um, I think her goal is to really help people stop, you know, being addicted to takeout and to really learn how to cook with love. And I'm just all about that, just trying to make sure that we're fueling our bodies with the right things, especially right now during a global pandemic where we need to try to stay as healthy as we can to keep our loved ones healthy as well. So, again, check out her page. I'll put um, her Instagram handle in our details in case you didn't catch it when I mentioned it. Okay. So I have a brunch spot or restaurant that I have actually never been to, but y'all know I stand for this chef. I mentioned I've mentioned her several times on the show. Um and the restaurant is apartment 4B. Um and it's in Atlanta. So the Instagram name is apartment but APT the number four B A T L. Um, and that is owned and operated by, um, a chef that I've been following for a few years now. Um, chef day. Um, I really think that she's my friend in my head because she even responds to my messages. Like this is the only like person that I don't know that I send messages to on Instagram, but we be talking. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yep. Um, but the, the menu is around, oh, maybe it's just apartment. Maybe it's just, uh, shortened for the Instagram handle. It is officially apartment 4B. But anyway, um, they are serving contemporary Afro-Caribbean fare. Um, they're only opens on the, open on the weekend. So Thursday through Sunday, I believe. Oop, just kidding. Thursday through Saturday and for dinner. And so that, I think that has something to do with, uh, uh, corona right now but y'all go follow this page check out uh the decadent uh food items that they have it just all looks so delicious so once um i'm comfortable traveling again by plane atlanta's gonna be one of the first places that i go to because i cannot wait to check out uh her restaurant it's been a long time coming for her and so i'm just excited to continue to see her growth and development um in this journey that I that I know that she's so passionate about, even though I don't know her personally. So, but yes, go follow Apartment 4B ATL and go ahead and follow Chef Day. Kia, do you have any, um, a brunch spot or a um, chef that you would like to highlight? You um, and I, what's face be checking out some places? Yeah, we do, but um, in the couple that we've tried this week, mm. they're not black-owned, so... Oh, that's okay. We yeah. didn't originally start out doing black-owned. Like, I think sometimes yeah. we just find... Like, I've done drunch. Yeah. 
in the space that we're in right now, I just would prefer to stick with black owned. I'm not I mad at you right now. I so. respect that. Yep, I absolutely respect that. She said, but they're not black owned, so that's a it's a no for me, dog. Listen, tell y'all, never mind. We didn't go there. It's not black owned. Yep. So no, everybody else ain't worthy. You're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We will not um be before you any longer. Um, this has been a good run. Yay, I'm gonna say yay to 70 years. Yay to 70 episodes. 70. Three years. Three years. Um, a lot of real, honest talk along the way. And don't y'all forget that my name is Courtney. Emphasis on the T. And if y'all want to come holler at me, y'all can do that on my personal page. And I told y'all that at the beginning of the show. So that's it. It's a wrap. You gonna cry? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. No. No. Well, I got the handle. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Give them the Instagram handle. My bad. <laughs> you know um, y'all can follow us on Instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. We're on Facebook. It's a Facebook group called Bitches Love Brunch. We also, well, not also, but if you're listening to us, you've made it to the end. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Make sure to subscribe on all of your podcast streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple iTunes. I always say Apple iTunes, Apple okay. Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Play, SoundCloud, all the things. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your friend. And we out. Bye. Bye.